You are listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, a podcast for survivors of suicide loss. In this weekly podcast, you will learn more about your unique experiences and gain insights on your brain and how it processes grief and loss due to a loved one's suicide. While suicide grief comes in all shapes and sizes, Amy shows you that you still can have a life full of joy and fulfillment even though your loved one died. You don't have to just survive anymore. You can thrive. You are listening to the Survive to Thrive podcast with Amy Miller, episode 9, Goals After SOS Grief. Hi friends, how are you? How was your Christmas? Mine was spent laying in bed. I went to the doctor last week because I wasn't feeling well with fever and was diagnosed with bronchitis. So I was put on some medication and I've been dealing with coughing and sore throat and congestion and just laying low. So I slept a lot of the day yesterday, but that was totally okay. I had a lot of plans. I had friends invited over to spend Christmas Eve with us that I had to cancel. And as sad as I was to cancel all those plans, I really had a great time just enjoying spending the holiday just with my immediate family, with my kids and my husband. And we just really enjoyed our time. And I hope you enjoyed yours too. So with that said, as you can tell, my voice is not at 100%, but that's okay. Because I really wanted to record this podcast because I want to talk about goals. Because here we are at the end of the year, and we're getting to the season where we're thinking a lot about goals and setting goals and New Year's resolutions. And so I felt like it was an important topic to discuss this week. And so here we go. First off, I just want to say goal setting is one of the most loving and compassionate things we can do for ourselves. It really just ignites our passions and gives us something to look forward to. When we think about a goal, it is, I would say, one of the most effective ways to redirect our grief. Okay. It's a great way to move from focusing on loss and shift our brains to focusing more on possibilities. Okay. But most survivors, I would say in general, have challenges that they have to overcome to do this. Okay. But before we go into those stumbling blocks, I want to talk about our brains for a minute, okay? Our brains need constant supervision. If we don't, our brains will carelessly think thoughts that can be detrimental and they can cause us a lot of pain and can create results really contrary to what we really want. So with goals, we need to be deliberate with our thinking. I consider it like intentional exercise for our brains, like training, if you will, okay? If you think about goals, goals are destinations towards intentional results, okay? So many times our results come from unintentional thinking, and it feels uncontrollable, but the truth is we are the pilots of our thoughts, and I want to share with you the steps to use in order to successfully cultivate and achieve a goal, right? You ready? Okay. Number one, first step to remove the obstacles from believing how extraordinary you truly are. Okay? Let me say that again. 
The first step is to remove the obstacles from believing how truly extraordinary you are. This is so powerful. With survivors of SOS, I find them saying things like, I don't deserve to have goals now, or I can't achieve a goal without my person, meaning like their sibling, spouse, parent, or child. But the truth is, experiencing a loss does not diminish your worthiness or your ability to achieve your dreams, okay? In fact, because you have experienced such a loss and survived it, your capacity is greater because you, your experiences have strengthened you and the lessons you have learned have showed you that you can go through hard things in life and you can come out at the other side. And that, my friends, is just simply extraordinary. But you must be very intentional to remind yourself of this. You have to offer your brain's thoughts about how extraordinary you truly are. And this does take some practice and some repetition, okay? Let me give you just a few examples of some things that help me to believe how extraordinary I am when I think about the loss of my suicide to my sister to suicide. Okay. The first one I think a lot is because of loss, my capacity of love is beyond what I could have ever imagined before. Okay. Another thought I think is since the loss of my sister, I have a much greater relationship with myself. And the third thought I often think is I experience suicide grief and because of it, my strength and endurance is greater than I thought was ever possible. So my friends, you have to be very intentional about the thoughts you're thinking, okay? And to really, truly think thoughts to help you to believe how extraordinary you truly are. Because whether you believe you're extraordinary or not doesn't make you less extraordinary because you truly are extraordinary, okay? And because you have lost someone to suicide and have been through something that is so unexplainable and challenging, right? Something harder than what a lot of people will ever experience in their life or to anyone, you know, harder than what most people will go through. It's extraordinary in, in itself. And because you have been through something like this, you have the capacity, the capacity to achieve your greatest desire. Okay. All right. Step two, you need to move from scarcity to abundance. Okay. Let me say that again. You need to move from scarcity to abundance. A lot of times when we decide on the goal, it's because it's something we do not already have. If I asked you to write down a list of 20 things you really wanted, chances are you would give me a list of things that you don't already have, okay? When you're thinking in this way and just writing down the things, when you're thinking about what you want and you just write down the things that you don't already have, your mindset is in a space of scarcity, Okay, so what I want you to do instead of this is to, when you write your list down, to think of the things that you really want that you already have, all right? So, for example, for me, I have a husband, right, that I've been married to for over 20 years that I love and adore, okay? This is something that would be on my list of things I wanted, whether I had it, have it now, or if I didn't have it, okay? So, Think about that. Think about the things that 
you really want that you already have. Okay. And the best way to do this is when you write down your list of 20 things is to write the 10 things down that you don't already have. And then write down 10 things that you really want that you already do have. Okay. This will help you to shift your mindset from scarcity to abundance. And it's really quite powerful when we do this because it moves our thinking. It shifts us in a way. Okay. And the energy behind achieving what we want changes. Okay. It's just kind of an automatic reaction because instead of thinking, okay, I want all of these things, you know, we understand when we think about the things that we have and the things that we don't have, and we put them on the same list of all of the things that we really want and show ourselves that we have the capacity and the ability to achieve the things that we really want, then the goal won't seem quite as daunting because we show our brains that we have the capacity and the ability to get what we really want. Okay. All right. Step three is to get very specific with your goal. Okay. For example, I'm going to run a 10K on February 4th. I'm going to run it for 60 minutes and it will be in Phoenix. Okay. That's a very specific goal. All right. Now, if you were just to say, I'm going to run a 10K. Okay. And you don't have any details listed in that, then it's going to be a challenge for your brain to come up with the how, right? But if you're very specific and the more specific, the better, the easier it is for your brain to come up with the how. Okay. Now, I want to say even with those specific, a specific idea of what your goal is, like if you do put that goal, I'm going to run a 10K on February 4th, and I'm going to run it in 60 minutes and it will be in Phoenix. You're still going to come up with thoughts, right? You're going to come up with thoughts on not understanding or knowing how, but I want to tell you that at this point in your goal creation, you don't need to know the how. So in this stage, you don't even need to worry about it. So just let that go. Just think about and allow yourself to envision your goal with a detailed description of what that looks like. Okay. That's all you need to do. Step four is you need to write it down. I believe this step probably arguably is the most important because it becomes real once it is placed somewhere outside of your brain. Okay. And by writing it down, it takes it away from your brain onto something physical. And there's so much effective power in doing that. Okay. It's away from taking it out of your imagination more into a tangible reality. Okay. Now realize you're going to have doubts, fears, and inadequacy come up for you, but that's all perfectly normal and nothing has gone wrong. So when it does come up for you, just acknowledge what it is and carry on. A lot of times I'll say, oh, hello, doubt. I knew you would show up and then I would just carry on towards the next step and take my guest of doubt right along with me as an expected companion. Okay. So if you just allow doubt or fear come along with you, you'll spend less time on resistance and more time 
on achieving the goal. Okay. So write it down. Step number five, which is the final step is to create an action plan. Okay. Now this step is the how you might have all these negative thoughts come up and that's okay. Just stop what you're doing, address them, recognize that those thoughts are simply choices and that you don't have to believe them, that they are optional. Okay. What I like to do is I like to call or just to do what I like to call a thought sweep. Okay. So what I do is I just sweep up all those negative thoughts into a pile. Okay. Might be just a few negative thoughts. It might be a lot. doesn't matter. But I like to put them in a pile and I like to see the negativity in them and how useful, how useful these thoughts are not and consciously choose to put them in the dustpan and throw them in the trash. Okay. Now this may take some time to do. You may have to sweep one negative thought up at a time. Totally okay. All right. But the idea really is, is to recognize how negative thoughts are not useful towards cultivating or achieving your goal. So the sooner you can get through this part, the better, the less time you spend dwelling on those negative thoughts, the better. So when they come up, ask yourself why, or if this thought is useful, okay? And then from there, I want you to intentionally decide to get rid of this thought, okay? And let go of it. It's that simple to do. You can choose to do that, okay? All right. Now, once you are able to sweep up your thoughts and dispose of them and your mind is clean, I want you to pretend you've already achieved the goal you have in your mind, okay? So I want you to think of your goal, whatever it is, and just pretend that you have already achieved it. And from there, once you've already believed and decided you've already achieved this goal, I want you to come up with the steps that took you to get there, okay? Now, this is very effective, probably one of the most effective steps I have ever used, okay? Now, I want you to think about this. So, I'm a marathon runner. I run a lot of marathons. Let's say I run a lot of half marathons, okay? And I've run three full marathons, and I'm working on training for my fourth marathon, okay? Now, with my first marathon, I didn't really know what I was doing, right? I was just kind of trying, and I found a training plan, and I was following it, but I didn't really know what that was going to look like. I didn't know what that was going to feel like. I didn't really know, okay? So what I had to do was just treat training for this marathon like I'm going to run it, okay? I had a date in mind and decided when I was going to do it. I had it in my mind that this marathon, you know, was already achieved and what I would have to do in order to finish it, okay? And I knew exactly what to do, okay? Now, there were some trials and error when it came into that, like there was some fuel and stuff that I decided to try, didn't do well with my stomach, made me feel nauseated, and I wasn't able to complete or finish a training run along my journey, okay? But instead of allowing that 
trial to discourage me from completing my goal. I just used it as a redirection tool. So I learned that, okay, you know, this particular liquid goo that I tried didn't do well in my stomach. So I'm going to try something different. And I found something that worked for me instead. Okay. So when you think about your goal and your result from looking at it from that way, as if you have already achieved it with the end in mind, okay, you're going to come out up with a list of how to achieve the goal. Okay. And you know, there will be things that thoughts will come up. Well, I don't know if this particular step is going to help or if it's going to work, but that doesn't matter at this point. Okay. Because regardless, you're going to want to try it because how do you know it won't work if you don't try? Okay. All right. I also want you to recognize that with every goal, you're going to have successes and you're going to have failures on your journey. Okay. And it's all part of it. I call it failing forward because the more fails, the better, in my opinion, means you're getting closer to your goal. Okay. It's amazing to me that so many people stop at the fail because it's painful and it's uncomfortable. But if you just use it as a redirection tool after a fail and you try again, okay, and maybe you fail again and then you try again, really, the more you're trying again and again and again, that is the true secret to your success. Okay. It's part of it. So don't forget that. Okay. So have your goal in mind as if you've already achieved it to be able to come up with the how. Okay. And then once you're there, you have your list and then you'll be able to attack your action plan to achieve your goal. Okay. So just some, so just so at the end of this, let's review what we discussed. Your steps is number one, to remove obstacles from believing how extraordinarily you truly, truly are. Step two is to move from scarcity to abundance. Step three is to get very specific with your goal. And step four is to write it down. And the final step is to create an action plan. Okay. And by believing that you've already achieved your goal. Okay. All right. So, so just some final thoughts that I want you to think about is just because you have experienced loss due to suicide, it doesn't make you any less worthy of achieving your dreams. Okay. You are more than worthy. In fact, because you have experienced loss and now understand how limited our time is, I encourage you to make 2023 your year, okay? Your greatest desire has the opportunity to become your reality, okay? And I want you to really consider making that 2023 is your year to do this and fully believe that you have everything you need to get you there because the truth is you absolutely do. You have everything you need in your brains to get your greatest desire. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today. And I invite you to check out my website at www.survived-2.com. 
www.thrive.com and sign up for your free mini course on how to let go of guilt and check out the programs that I have available there. I would love you to come explore it and even sign up for a free consultation. And I hope you'll come along with me in 2023 and let's get excited and get out there and create and achieve some goals. Thanks for listening until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Survived to Thrive podcast. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends and write a review on iTunes. Also, check out survived-to-thrive.com for more information and to subscribe to get the podcast's latest episode, along with useful tips you can begin to use immediately to feel better, directly sent to your inbox. Thank you.